This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the morning of Friday, March 1st, 2024. I'm Alex Brown. Bloomington-based not-for-profit Center for Entrepreneurship, The Mill, is piloting a new accelerator program designed to boost innovation and economic growth. The Indiana Uplands Accelerator is an eight-week program for startups throughout the 11-county region to connect with mentors and subject matter experts and be able to showcase their innovations. There's a lot of really innovative and great people that are doing a lot of really cool work here that nobody knows about businesses that might have like something scalable within within them and really helping educate a little bit about what could be scalable within those businesses for them or you know the uplands region we've we've got several large companies um, that might have some internal innovation projects uh, or or products that they're working on that may not align fully to their core mission that maybe they've thought about spinning out as other companies uh, but just haven't taken that step. The Mills' Andy Lehman says applications are open through April 5th. The Indianapolis City Market is set to close at the end of the business day today to make way for a major redevelopment project that is expected to put the historic venue out of business for at least two years. Construction on the landmark is part of a $200 million redevelopment of the entire block, after which City Market itself will reopen under a private operator. West Lafayette-based life sciences startup Amplified Sciences has secured more funding to further develop its pancreatic cancer diagnostic platform. The company has received two investments totaling $108,000 from the Flywheel Fund, which provides capital for early-stage and high-potential startups in Indiana. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. IBJ Media, Inside Indiana Business, and the Indiana Economic Development Corporation invite you to the Engage Indiana series, presented by CareSource, Indiana University, and Old National Bank. With an unrelenting focus on growing Indiana's economy, we'll dive into each region's unique challenges and distinct opportunities for growth. Nine regions, one goal. Indiana's bold future starts here. Discover more and register at ibj.com engage. A local group led by a Terre Haute business owner is asking the community to get creative and submit their ideas for a chance to inspire the city's new flag. Our partners at WTWO-TV report Ethan Page and other community members have formed a committee to launch the Terre Haute Flag Project. Page said making it a community-based effort was key. What we really want to happen for the community is we want this to be a symbol created by the community, voted on the community, it comes from us, not from you know an outside, not from a few small voices that have an opinion. We want the community to have um, the opinion in creating their symbol and for creating the flag. Residents can submit up to two designs for consideration. Submissions must be sent in with a waiver and abide by eligibility rules. The design deadline is April 14th, and the community can see prospective flags and vote on their favorite from April 17th to May 5th. The winning flag will be presented to the Terre Haute City Council on May 9th, and if approved, the city will celebrate the new flag on National Flag Day, June 14th. 
Warsaw-based not-for-profit health services provider Bowen Center plans to open four health clinics in the next few weeks in northeast Indiana, marking the latest expansions for the largest community health center in the state. The Bowen Health Clinics in DeKalb, LaGrange, Noble, and Steuben counties will offer patients access to primary health care, mental health care, behavioral health care, addiction recovery treatment, and life skills coaching services. Bowen Center said it is investing more than $4 million into the opening of the four new clinics and expects to create at least 31 new jobs. To some, it seemed like the 2023 session of the Indiana General Assembly marked a turning point for marijuana-related legislation, but moves this year have stalled. IIB's Kate Sharon has more. In 2023, House Bill 1297, authored by Republican Representative Heather Van Natter of Kokomo, made history by actually getting a legislative hearing. That bill would have decriminalized possession of two ounces or less of marijuana. Advocates and legislators who support decriminalization or legalizing marijuana for recreational or medicinal uses held out hope that the legislative momentum would continue in 2024. That didn't prove to be the case. This year, there were 10 marijuana-related bills filed in the Indiana House and Senate, but none made it out of committee. Van Natter, who co-authored three of the bills this year, said he hears from constituents all the time about the state's need to legalize marijuana for either recreational or medicinal reasons. He said there's still hesitation from the legislature and Governor Eric Holcomb to pass bills linked to legalization. The 2022 Hoosier survey conducted by Indiana Public Broadcasting and Ball State University's Bowen Center for Public Affairs showed more than 85% of the 600 respondents supported marijuana legalization in some form, compared to 15% who said it should be illegal. Still, given last year's historic hearing, Van Natter said he remains confident Indiana will join surrounding states in legalizing marijuana. Kate Sharon, Inside Indiana Business, Radio On Demand. Beck's Hybrids CEO Sonny Beck is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports and entertainment, and beyond. Available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Alex Brown for Inside Indiana Business Radio On Demand.